in five days. This will be the final word in the story of Skywalker. Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, rated PG-13. Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of Force Time. I'm here with a very special Yay. guest. Uh, <laughs> do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Andrea. I'm Travis's wife. Yay. <laughs> she is so excited uh, to be talking about Star Wars right now. I am now. excited. I am I'm pretty excited. So first of all, can you just kind of give your background with uh, Star Wars and kind of when you got started watching it and just your history with it. Yeah, so I've been watching Star Wars for about 10 years now, which is uh, when I met my husband and he was like, you haven't seen Star Wars? And I'm like, no. Uh, So he's like, okay, we've got to sit down. We've got to watch all these movies. And I'm like, okay, I'm down. I'm going to watch them. And so I watched them. You know, I like Star Wars. I'm I'm definitely not one that does like a ton of research with Star Wars, but I do enjoy watching the movies. I've seen them a few times, um, off and on throughout the years. And I've my youngest daughter, Brooklyn, is totally in love with Star Wars, and so it's just in our family now. Yes, and uh, so a few weeks ago, now we went to. The Rise of Skywalker, and I got your immediate reactions that we're going to play here in a second. And then <laughs> we uh, went to it again in MX4D and had that experience too. Yeah, and if you haven't gone to MX4D, do it. It's pretty interesting. I like it. The seats move. They do lots of different effects, and uh, they do a lot of smells for certain things too. It's just wild. Like your seats move, you know, they blow air in your face. It's definitely a one of a kind experience. So if you haven't done MX4D, definitely recommend it. Yes, it was a lot of fun. It was uh, fun to see our kids' reactions too. We took both of our girls yep. and they both had a great time. Uh, but before we get too far into it, we're going to go ahead and take a listen to Back to your immediate reactions. Sounds good. Okay, I am here with my wife, Andrea, and we just got done with The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, number four for me, first time for her. Andrea, what were your first thoughts? I think it was a really great movie. Uh, obviously, J.J. Abrams always produces, so... It's going to be a quality film no matter what, but it tied up a lot of loose ends, and I enjoyed it. And what was the first thing you said when we walked out of the movie theater about the stormtroopers? I said I would have gone dressed up like a stormtrooper, and then at the end, walk down to the front, throw my helmet on the ground, <laughs> and complained. <laughs> complained that, that the first order, the final order got beat. Uh, <laughs> all right, the big stuff. So... Ray Palpatine. Ray Palpatine. What what went through your head when uh, when that was revealed? I obviously knew that she had some sort of special relation to someone, just judging by the powers that she's shown in the past. So it wasn't totally surprising to me that that was the connection. Um, I just didn't know it was going to be with him. So, so what were your uh, what was your favorite part of the movie? Would you say? My favorite part, besides the end, <laughs> was probably like reprogramming C-3PO. I thought that was hilarious uh, and very well done. And I just really like C-3PO. <laughs> so I thought that was cute. <laughs> what stood out as far as new characters? Did you have any new favorite characters uh, or anybody that really stood out? I mean... Deo's cute, you know, you gotta love a cute droid. I mean, Jana, nice. I don't know, she seemed a little bit like filler to me, but it's fine, you know, whatever. I embrace new characters, so uh, that was fine. Ben Solo, turning back to the light, how did you how did you react to that? Did you see it coming? Obviously, it kind of started with that scene with Han Solo. How, how did you process that? I enjoy it because it's like um, 
a kid that's rebelling that finally sees the light and comes back. Um, so as a parent, I enjoy that, <laughs> seeing them come back to, you know, their their birthright or who, who you've raised them to be. So I, I enjoy that. I I can't say I 100% saw it coming. I, I definitely saw maybe him wanting to team up with Ray for like a power grab, um, which is kind of how the dynamic was at the very beginning. Uh, but him coming back at the very end and being Ben Solo uh, was very heartwarming. You know, it kind of tears at your heartstrings and you enjoy that. And then them tying in Han and Leia, uh, speaking to him through his thoughts and, and through his mind um, obviously ties, you know, the entire franchise together. So I thought that was great. But I uh, can't say I totally saw it coming, but I, I enjoyed every bit of that. And I did see a little bit of shock on your face uh, with the kiss. Did you... Did you're... not see the kiss coming. Did <laughs> 100% did not see the kiss coming. Although I will say that I feel like the whole mind reading through several movies has quite a bit of sexual tension behind it. So they needed that kiss. So good on them. <laughs> so you, you didn't see it coming, but you kind of did because it's been building up. There's a lot of tension. Let me tell you something, okay? You don't get in people's minds like that constantly, no matter where they're at. You know, you got a shirtless Adam Driver over here, you know, through one of those. And I'm like, okay, like, what what's going on here? So the kiss was needed. So, so good for them. So my wife was not a Raylo, but she definitely is in the Raylo camp now. <laughs> I've been trying to get her to come see this for a little while. Today is December 26th. Went yesterday with some of my other family and finally had a chance and she sacrificed getting Christmas Discounted ornaments. Christmas ornaments at Hobby Lobby. It's like 80% <laughs> off. But I love you and we're going to see Star Wars. So now I can openly talk about it at home because we've been having our five-year-old not say anything and not try to spoil any of the movie for for Andrea. So now we can openly talk about it. So that's probably all that I'm, at least on my side, that I'm going to be talking about for a while now. Okay, so we just got done listening to Andrea's immediate reactions right after the movie, and most uh, most of everything stays true after saying it uh, another time. Is there anything that you have a different viewpoint on now after seeing it twice and having some more time to reflect? More time to reflect. Well, you know, I, I feel like my opinions stay the same on it. Uh, of course... I would love to see more of a few characters, and I was a little bit disappointed in that. I mean, I'm obviously not one to, like, go out and throw a huge fit about it, but I definitely think, like, we could have seen more of Finn and more of his story. We could have seen more of Janna. We could have seen more of Poe. Rose, obviously, I mean, that's been going around forever. But he's like, what happened to Rose? You know, I agree. What happened to Rose? Did she really need to stay back and uh, stay with Leia? You know, I don't think so. But apparently, that's what JJ wanted her to do. So that's what she's doing. And I, I just feel like we could have had a little bit more of that. You know, they keep talking about this group going out together ray keeps going off on her own i feel like every time they went somewhere ray like went off on her own uh so it really wasn't like a group thing maybe that's just to further the story arc you know because it definitely like wasn't fast forward the whole movie and it was like we gotta tie up everything real quick and so maybe that was just their way of being like, all right, Ray, Ray knows the exact path. She's got to go to do everything. So we're going to bring them all along, but we're going to have Ray like, you know, walk in the middle of the desert to meet Kylo or like, you know, get her own little speeder and just like run off to the fallen Death Star, you know, on her own. And then everybody's like, oh, where did Ray go? And then, you know, so I, I think more could have been done with some of the outside characters i you know i would have loved to have seen some more interaction between like Jana and finn and their history with like you know once being stormtroopers and rebelling against that or maybe 
you know, a story like they heard about Finn or his impact having something to do with other people. I don't know. I just, I would have loved to have seen more of that used in the movie, more of, you know, Poe's history. I, I did like to see the part where he, you know, used to be a spice trader and we find out about that. I thought that was like kind of interesting just to see like a different aspect into Poe's life. But, you know, they really only touched on that for like just a hot minute and then that was even done. So that would be like my only major changes. But I mean, I don't know, maybe that would have made it a three hour movie instead of a two hour and 30, you know, nine minute movie. So who knows? I mean, I know they make these decisions uh, to make the picture as clear as it can be in a certain amount of time. So maybe that's why maybe there's going to be more in the comics. I mean, who knows? But I guess that would be my only critique of that. Yeah, for sure. And that was my thing with Finn, especially, is that we got such a clear arc of his in The Force Awakens, and we got a very clear arc in The Last Jedi on, you know, kind of what he went through, what he learned, and then in this one, it just kind of, he kind of felt like more of an action, you know, he had some really cool action moments, and like, he was definitely a hero, and saved the day and everything, but he didn't have like a character arc in my opinion and then yeah with the other characters i think everyone knows how i feel about uh rose being sidelined and yeah so that's interesting to hear your take uh i guess we'll kind of rewind too and just go straight into something that we haven't really talked about is palpatine and how he is back emperor is back (laughs) and how we just get thrown right into it right from the beginning uh which i was the first time seeing i was just like okay here we go like i was excited i was ready to go and still like every scene with the emperor was just like edgier seat and you know ian mcdermott just did such a great job uh what were your thoughts on just getting right back thrown into you know the emperor's back here he is kind of in your face yeah i thought that was interesting you know they're like uh palpatine's back and everybody's like oh okay like i don't know i think i would have liked to have seen a little more like reactions uh from you know like leia and just i i don't know i think i i would have wanted to see a little more emotion with that because last time the emperor was back there were some major problems so i feel like it was just kind of washed over when they finally were like palpatine's back and he's got a whole army and everybody's like okay i i don't know i just feel like you know maybe we should be asking some questions like uh where did he get this army from and who built the army and they just been hanging out on this planet just like building and and nobody knew anything so i don't know maybe some background to that would have been great i enjoyed seeing palpatine just because of how just wild it was to me like he shows up he's hooked up to some sort of like crazy you know like dark force uh dialysis type equipment like he's like i'm back we're like okay cool but then like you turn around he's got like a whole arena it's like acdc and he's he's just got like palpatine like just like fan club like palpatine just just fan base they all are like they all shop at like the brown robe store and they all like show up and they're like we're here for the palpatine concert and he's like my granddaughter and they're like yeah palpatine um so (laughs) i don't know that was like fun for me i just to watch that and just be like who the hell are these people and like where did they come from and like have they been on you know this planet the whole time and there was there's just a lot there's a lot of questions in there but you know what I'm gonna roll with it because I'm a I'm a optimistic Star Wars person and I don't criticize too too much I just like to enjoy the experience so if you're just wanting to enjoy the experience and not think too much into it then it's all cool but I understand that some people are more critical and they're probably gonna ask the same questions I did like where did all this come from and I I need some answers but 
I enjoyed Palpatine. I thought it was great. <laughs> I, the more I've seen it, the more I've just like been into it. Like that was one of my big questions going into it was how did he get back? But now it's just I don't even care. Like he was back, and the way you put it there, like it was a rock concert, and yeah, Palpatine's back. All right, wow. <laughs> He's Backstreet Boys got his whole fan club there, so. And uh, when when Ray came back, and yes, he made the comment. You know, it's it's. Um, what did he say? He was like, my my granddaughters. <laughs> and I don't know. It just made me laugh because it just made me think of a situation where it's like, okay, so you're you're gone. Like, say you're gone to school or something. You've gone to college, and like your your grandparents get a Facebook because that's that's very common now. And you know they're posting all sorts of ridiculous stuff, and you're like trying to like it but you don't really follow them you know and they're like why didn't you like my status i don't know like it just gave me like those vibes like you finally see them at thanksgiving and they're like my granddaughter is here for turkey dinner i don't know it was just very like funny to me in that um and i know it was you know kind of a serious moment but it just kind of gave me a little chuckle there just to hear that (laughs) it was really good it was really good (laughs) um so but some of the best scenes happened uh during that you know you've got the situation raised there and she's finally like confronting palpatine you know and even though that's her grandfather by blood she doesn't feel the hate and you get like the great line in there like you want me to hate but i don't or I won't hate not even you. And I was like, yeah, that's like super total, you know, like Jedi uh, feelings in there. So I thought that was great. You know, there's the situation where, you know, you've got, she puts the lightsaber behind her back and then it's like, you know, a little magic trip. Like, oh, where is it? Oh, look behind your ear. Just kidding. Gave it to Kylo, you know, so he could defeat the Knights of Ren. And then, you know, you get the shot with her and well not kylo ben at that point together uh standing to you know try and defeat palpatine together i thought that was great you know in the end where you think you know ben's dead you think ray's dead and ben climbs up you know and uses i guess what's left of his life force power to um cure well not cure but you know just like give it back to Ray and bring her back to life, but but not too much because you got to have enough to get that full-on Kylo Ray kiss. Uh, you know, so you had to have that make-out sesh. So not, not too much force. Don't give her too much, but just enough so you can make out real quick and then die. Um. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> <It's> great. <laughs> it, when we were listening to her media reaction, she did say she's a Raylo forever. So she was very excited about the kiss uh, after seeing it a second time as well. I, you know, I, I, I said there was tension. I believe there was some, you know, some tension there between the two of them. I thought the kiss worked. Sure. You know, let's do it. I, I don't know. Um, I really wanted to see more of Ben Solo. I don't know how you guys feel about it out there, but I I wanted more from that. You know, I was finally so excited that he had made this decision and was was going to be good. And I feel like that was cut short. And I feel like I I would want to see more of like how a how a Ben Solo would work in in this whole situation but I you know that wasn't in the plans for this movie so I mean that's fine but that's just I would have loved to have seen that you know if they did defeat him together and then and then what and then what you know so well Ben Solo is not dead in your opinion sure he's he's not 100 (laughs) percent, and i will not we we didn't see his force ghosts i'm on that train i'm on that train what are your thoughts you think he's dead you think he's gone or i mean in the movie he gave her the life force they did the kiss and he was like boom ghosted like i I understand i (laughs) I understand things are not looking great for him yeah but in my head in my head he's he's still alive Hey, believe what you want. That's fine. I, I just hope that they can get Adam Driver back at some point because he's uh, 
he, he's all over the place and yes very good actor uh i know that disney has a lot of money so hopefully in the future down the line they can bring ben solo back yeah i think if disney needs ben solo to come back ben solo is going to come back i don't think they're um short of any cash flow to work with that adam driver is incredible he's an incredible actor and uh we'll see what happens right right and switching gears a little bit but something that i haven't really talked about too much maybe because it's just such a small short scene and we didn't get a lot of him but luke skywalker and the scene with ray on octo and we get the what are you doing here from from luke skywalker how'd you feel about how luke was portrayed Luke, you know, it's it's been a little different these past couple of movies with Luke. And I know out there there's been a back and forth about, you know, Luke was very dark. I still feel like he's he's a little dark. You know, he's kind of he's kind of angry, Luke. I can't really feel him out. I you know, I'm if that's how they want to portray it, that's fine. It it's a little different for me just judging by like the original movies and just his demeanor there and I guess not being able to save Ben really took a toll on him and feeling like he disappointed Leia uh, really took a toll on him it's just in this movie you know he comes back and you know that's no way to treat a lightsaber it's like all right dude you know like fine I there's just so much with Luke, you know, just he's just like hanging out as a force ghost, you know, on this planet, and then all of a sudden he's got this power to, you know, bring the spaceship up and you know, or not spaceship, but bring up his ship, and like it's it's been underwater like the whole time, but apparently like it's waterproof and the controls and stuff are just fine. And like, go ahead and take this ray. Um, yeah, that that moment has been kind of. Uh, two extremes at least what i've seen online like some people just absolutely loved it got goosebumps and other people just thought it was super cheesy and i'm more on on the cheesy side of it but the more i watch it the less cheesy it gets and uh bringing it full circle you know with the scene with with him and yoda and empire strikes back uh where you know he needs to get his ship out of the water and luke can't do it but yoda does it so that was kind of cool moment i did really really like seeing ray in the cockpit with the helmet on i thought that was really really nice yeah i thought that was nice too it kind of brought a hint of like nostalgia there and just the fact you know that she's using his his stuff uh, was very neat always been a ray fan so I enjoyed her going back there and, um, you know, the interaction with Luke. I mean, sure, you know, I thought that was cool. I just like seeing everybody in this movie. Luke, Han, Leia. I I just enjoy all of that. Lando, amazing. I was very excited to see Lando. Um, would have loved to have seen more of that party that was going on. What did they say? Every 42 years? Yeah, so every 42 years. And that was a, that was a clear callback to it's been 42 years since uh, episode four, the original, came out. Did you... Did I? Do we talk about that? I uh, definitely didn't talk about that, but I just thought, like, what a rager! <laughs> Only every forty-two years. I mean, talk about like what type of party that might have been. I would have loved to have seen more of that. And how did you feel about the so the people that were there are called the Aki Aki, mm-hmm. and They're so. Cute. See, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about cuteness, but we saw the babies. You you thought the Aki Aki babies were cute? Yes, I thought they were super cute. Yeah, I, I love babies. I don't know. I love babies too, but <laughs> they were. I I can't. Their laughs were really cute, but I can't figure out if I think they're actually cute. Well, it's a face only a mother could love, so maybe that's why. <laughs> very true uh one of the highlights i have for you is c-3po and we didn't really talk too much about we you said that the reprogramming sequence was your favorite part and because it was so funny uh yeah i thought i thought it was great you know the c-3po is like one of my favorites and uh he's just good for like a little lightheartedness throughout the movie you know he's gonna give you some one-liners or say something that always gives you know everybody a chuckle so that's why I like c3po i thought it was very funny use of him in this film i almost teared up i when 
when they were like, he's going to lose all his memories because, oh my goodness, thank you guys, like all the memories that C-3PO would have in there throughout like all of these movies. I thought, oh my gosh, it's all going to be wiped clean. Like, and then, you know, the line where he's like, I just want to get one last look at my friends. I'm like, oh my goodness. I, I don't know. I just really felt something for that. And I especially liked right before they wiped his memory, he thought of a way not to do it, but they wiped it anyways. And that was just such a C-3PO moment to me. I don't know. It was just really funny to me. And then having R2-D2 back him up in the end and he's okay. I was like, you know, full circle. We're, We're good. Everything's good now. So That cut when (laughs) R2-D2 decides to to reprogram him or uh, whatever there towards the end of the movie. I thought that cut, like that comedic timing was was great. Also, within that scene, uh, getting reprogrammed, Babu Frick. What are your thoughts on... Babu Frick. Oh my gosh, how cute. I don't know. I just, I think Babu Frick's great, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Have you seen that we have a tiny Babu Frick in our uh, cabinet right when you walk in our house now? I have not. I need Surprise. To out. Yeah. I <laughs> wonder where that came from. It's the C-3PO Babu Frick Black Series that is in there with the other like 30 Black Series right when you walk in our house. Oh, so wow. I'm glad you really like Babu Frick because there's an, there's an extra one in there now. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Any other final thoughts before we, um, before we finish up here? Final thoughts. Let's talk about the whole spy situation. We haven't really had a conversation about that. I did not see, um, what's his name? Hux. Hux being the spy. I don't know. I just, it it didn't register to me like that's who it could be. And, and then when it happened, it was a shock. I don't know if it shocked everybody else. Like it shocked me. What did you think? Were you surprised? That yeah. I kind of, I only had it in my head. I didn't, I never would have thought that, but right before me and Nick watched it for the first time, he had said something about, uh, I don't know if he had read it somewhere or if it was just in his head that there, that was going to be part of the plot line. So I only had it in my head because of that, but no, I didn't, I didn't see it coming. I thought that was hilarious when he did say, you know, I'm the spy and I'm the spy. And, okay, Hux. And they're both, <laughs> and Finn and Poe are both like, what? And and then... Uh, I was like, I knew it. And he's like, no, you didn't. Yeah. It's just a that, classic Finn-Poe uh, interaction right there. Yes, that was great. And I, I loved just the banter between all three of them, too. So it didn't necessarily love that the trio was together the whole time and that you know, other characters weren't with them or that they were kind of chasing Ray the whole time, but they did play really well off each other. And it was really fun to see the dynamic and Finn and Poe, especially throughout, you know, all, all the movies has just been great. Yeah, the boys were back in town. The boys are back in town. Uh, but yeah, a spy situation with with Hux. Briefly talked about Bulio also, and how Bulio, you know, he died a hero. They the Knights of Ren found him and chopped his head off. But Bulio, and did <laughs> you says win the war? <laughs> it was good. And did you know that that was voiced by Mark Hamill? Had no idea. Yeah. That's so next time you see it, you'll have to look for that because that's that's uh, one of my favorite things to learn after the movie is that that's a Mark Hamill special. Nice. I guess, you know, like one other thing I wanted to talk about was, you know, how special Ray is in this movie, just because of, you know, her ability and the fact that, you know, she can use the force and all that, but you definitely see it whenever her and Kylo are fighting over that ship that allegedly has Chewie in it. And, the minute I knew something was different about her was when she got up the strength and really wanted it more than than Kylo did, and you see that lightning come out. And like once you see that lightning come out, you're like, oh, 
okay, here we go. Like, there's going to be an explanation for this because that was, you know, pretty wild. And it even startled Kylo Ren. You could tell on his face. He was like, okay, wait a minute. You know, I wasn't informed about this. Like, what kind of powers, you know, does Rey have or what has she been, you know, harnessing this whole time? So you knew something was going on there. You know, the connection between her and Palpatine, I didn't totally see that coming now when they announced it you know and they're like you're Palpatine's granddaughter I was just like okay uh be just because I feel like in these movies it, it just seems like there's some sort of connection with each other you know it's like Luke and Leia's connection you know and it's like Anakin you know and um you know Luke and Leia and then you've got um you know Han and Han and Leia had Ben you know and so I don't know. I just felt like, okay, fine. I guess there's some connection. But it, at the same time, I kind of was like, really? Just because I don't know. In my mind, I thought maybe there's something like different about her. You know, they were like, your parents were nothing. So then I'm like, well, maybe she's just super special. You know, I don't know. <laughs> and that would have been cool too. But I, you know, once the lightning came out, I was like, nah, she's got a connection to somebody or something uh, that that gave her the extra special uh, powers there. So yeah, that was that was wild. And I'm glad you called out that moment with Kylo Ren where like he knows at that point who she is because the Emperor has told her, but even he is shocked by, I guess, literally shocked with the uh, electricity that is coming out of her hands that takes down the ship. Because, yeah, that little look that Adam Driver has right there is just so good. Mm-hmm. It's like he knows. I think he knows at that point that he can't defeat her. But, you know, I mean, you could take that look however you want. That's incredible acting. That's that's what you get from that. But. I feel like when he saw that move, he thought, okay, either one, I'm not going to defeat her. So we need to, you know, she needs to take my hand and we need to do this together. Or like, this is, this is not going to be as easy as I thought, you know, either, either way. Like I just thought watching that, like that was the turning point right there. Mm -hmm. And that's when we all kind of knew like, okay, there, there's going to be an explanation for this. Yeah, and it, their dynamic is just so interesting. And he says, you know, that they're a dyad and the Force. And even going back to the Force Awakens, it was like they couldn't defeat each other. Like they, like the Force wouldn't allow them because on Star Killer Base in the Force Awakens, she was very close to beating him and defeating him. And then Star Killer Base started blowing up and then in this one on the death star when they're battling which is probably like one of my favorite fights out of any star wars movie but when they're fighting there it's you know kylo ren pretty much has her defeated because she's like in a pretty bad state of mind you know knowing now that she's a palpatine and all she wants to do is get there and kill him and and then ray you know, the only way that she's able to defeat him is that Leia reaches out and Ben feels that first. And that gives, you know, Ray the opportunity to kill Kylo Ren, you know, where she stabs him with the lightsaber. Yeah. And can we talk about this? Okay. First of all, Luke uses every inch of the force, right? To go to another planet and fight the, the dark side and fight Kylo Ren. And that's what turns him into a force ghost, right? Like that takes every inch of his life force to to do that. Leia kind of gets a headache and lays down and yells out, Ben, and she's gone. It's like every inch, like that That was it. I don't know. That just... Yeah, it's tough to explain. And yeah, we talked about this a little bit the other day and I didn't have really a good answer other than with the footage that they had of Carrie Fisher and not wanting to recast or anything like that, that that was their only way out of having that because yeah, unfortunately that probably would have been a huge moment with, 
you know, if Carrie Fisher were still here, where there would have been a, a little bit more closure with, you know, the mother and son. But yeah, that, that was kind of a strange way to do it where, yeah, we've seen this power before to reach out. And obviously, uh, you know, Luke was trained, you know, or he was, you know, a Jedi much longer than Leia was and Leia gave up her training and all that. So maybe that had something to do with it or Luke had the sacred Jedi texts and, you know, Leia didn't know, but yeah, that was, that was kind of tough way to go out for Leia for sure. Yeah. And then this whole thing where it's like the rise of Skywalker, but like Leia's gone, Luke's gone, Han's gone, Ben's gone. And then Ray just named herself Skywalker so I guess it's just like her rise and like everybody else is gone or <laughs> what yeah. are we thinking there well the thing that bugs me the most with Ben Solo allegedly I'm gonna say allegedly dying he's a goner and moving on you know <laughs> to the cosmic force is is pretty much that is that he didn't have as much closure closure as he should have been he was pretty much brainwashed from you know from when he was a child he was tortured he was you know it wasn't a normal like oh he had a bad upbringing like he was literally brainwashed by you know uh snoke which turns out to be pretty much a puppet of palpatine and so he you know we know through like the ancillary material that he was going through that as a young kid and then we don't yeah we don't get any closure with him and luke uh we don't get any closure with him and leia really and we do have that moment with han but we know it's not han it's a memory and it's you know like who sent that memory is that really ben's memory was that part of what leia did is that maybe something that luke had a hand in since he said see you around kid uh but yeah, at the end of the day, it, I don't know. I I really didn't see it coming because I always felt Star Wars was supposed to be very, very hopeful, especially in the last act of a trilogy. And then we get this death. And yeah, I don't know. It was very hard to take. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe it didn't give me last act feels, this whole movie. It gave me like we're still in the middle of something. So I don't know, maybe with... Uh, the new movies that come out they'll explain a little bit more of this i mean i don't know but it it definitely as opposed to um some of the other trilogies it's like yeah there was the happy ending in the end you know and everybody's happy and like yay we did it but there still was a little a little bit that was still you know unexplained there and a little bit that was still kind of dark that you know, it didn't give me the full feel like uh, some of the other trilogies did. It felt a lot like a, and I'm going to shout out Sky Talkers podcast once again, but they always say, you know, the darker middle chapter chapter. And, you know, that goes with uh, Attack of the Clones because that's kind of when Anakin, you know, starts his, uh, his turn. And then, you know, Empire Strikes Back, which is obviously much darker than A New Hope, and then Last Jedi, which was was darker in its own right, you know, with um, against The Force Awakens, but this was a super dark movie. Like, even uh, aesthetically, it was super dark. Like, it was blue and black for, I felt like, 75% of the movie. You know, we were on Exegol, and it, I know it wasn't quite that long, but it was just really dark, and then even the reveal with, you know, Ray being a Palpatine, like, that was more of a middle chapter thing and just how it ended uh as far as you know we know finn is force sensitive but we don't see him you know he saves the day by using the force but he's not using um that's just you know kind of through his you know his mind being force sensitive and not actually using any of those powers so for me walking out of the theater i was ready to see what's next and i was hoping that that wouldn't be the case coming out of it if this truly is the end i was hoping that this would really wrap it up and we we'd get closure on a lot of those characters and it really didn't feel that way yeah and what's the big secret with finn being like force sensitive like can we talk about that so you know, there's all these situations and it's like they're almost dying. Like, okay, so, you know, they they fall into this sort of like sand pit, you know, sinking sand type stuff. And Finn's like, Ray, I've got to tell you something. And as far as we know, like they're going under, right? We don't know anything about it yet. And you can't like shout that out. 
I don't know if like the whole time he's trying to tell her he's force sensitive or the whole time he's trying to tell her he knows about her relationship, you know, with Palpatine or if he's trying to say, I love you. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't understand what the big secret was the whole time. And I honestly felt like Poe through all that where he's like, spill it like what were you gonna say say it you know that's how I felt too like what were you about to say to Ray like say what you're gonna say if you think you're gonna die yell it out like I don't know that was just interesting to me and like with him being force sensitive like we could have taken two minutes and uh, kind of explored that for a second uh, that would have been nice I would have appreciated that and um, I just I don't know I just felt like there were so many missed opportunities there to maybe see what was going on I would have been interested to to see a situation where maybe he used a bit of that force maybe knowingly or unknowingly and realized what was going on there uh, and maybe Ray saw it or someone else saw it I don't know I just I just feel like more could have been done there you know I've said that before with with those characters so it was a very confusing loose thread like why make that a loose thread i i i don't understand this story and maybe there's i'm sure there's someone smarter than me out there that understands it more but i don't i don't understand why that was a whole running thing the entire movie it was like and i felt like there are plenty of times to say ray i mean the man said ray like through 90 percent of the movie so i don't i don't know the reasoning for that um like like you said, I'm sure somebody has a theory for it or has an explanation for it, but it just it just seemed a little off for me. So yeah, I was uh, I was definitely disappointed by that as well. Still trying to wrap my head around all of that. Well, perfect. Well, those were <laughs> very long final thoughts that we talked through, but uh, Super long final. <laughs> so tell the tell the people where they can find you on Twitter. Okay, so I'm on Twitter, but like I don't really know my name on Twitter, so it's really not important. And honestly, I think if you're really into Star Wars, you don't want my opinion. I, you know, I'm I'm just somebody who's watching it casually a couple times. Uh, my husband, that's who you want to follow. He's going to be the one to give you some good opinions and good information and some good retweets about Star Wars. So why don't you tell them? your information on twitter wow you're so sweet at 8tb24 is my twitter handle the uh, podcast twitter is at force time pod we're up to nine followers now so it's very exciting Ooh, one <laughs> should, more from double digits at force time pod should do a competition for our 10th follower uh, <laughs> um but yeah uh unless you have anything else to wrap up talk about Woo-hoo! <laughs> is that your hey hey was that babu freak hey, hey. Right. no i don't know i don't have anything else to say thank you for having me i appreciate it i have a lot of fun i got into these movies you know after meeting you and i have enjoyed watching them as much as i like to like moan and groan sometimes i really do enjoy watching this series go and seeing the character development and I do actually get like secretly a little bit emotional about some of the characters but I don't like to admit it um (laughs) in some of the scenes I I just you know I enjoy Star Wars and I I like seeing you know with each movie that comes out different parts of the story and following along with that and it's been really enjoyable Well, thanks for coming along with me today. And uh, thanks to anyone out there that was listening. And do you you want to say what I say at the end of the episode? No, why don't you do it? (laughs) All right. Well, may the force be with you. (laughs) And always with you. Okay, it's Travis. And it's Brooklyn, and we just came out of the movie theater. And what did you think of The Rise of Skywalker? It was so great. (laughs) It was so great. Okay, so what was your favorite part of the movie? The feeding. 
when they defeated who? Who did they defeat? They did Emperor. They, yes, that's right. They beat the Emperor. And Ray is a Palpatine. How do you feel about that? That Ray is a Palpatine? You don't know how you feel? I don't either, honestly. Uh, did you know that she was his granddaughter? No. Was that crazy? Yes. I thought so too. I, it's going to take me a long time to figure out how I feel about that. There was one part in the movie, though, that you leaned over and told me exactly what was going to happen. And I don't know how you did it, but when Ray was on Octo... And and Luke said, there's something here for you. What did you say to me? I saw a lightsaber. You said there was a lightsaber in there. How did you know that there was a lightsaber in there? I watched it. <laughs> you watched it? What do you mean you watched it? You watched this movie before? I watched it when you were gone. It just came out. <laughs> How did you know that Leia's lightsaber was in there? <laughs> it was the craziest thing. They were there. Ray was there and talking to Luke's ghosts. And he caught his lightsaber. And then he said, I have something to give you. And Brooklyn leaned over and said, it's a lightsaber. And I have no idea how you knew that. How did you know that there's a lightsaber there? You guessed right. I wouldn't I wouldn't have guessed it, but that was wild. That was wild. What about uh the new characters? Did you have a new favorite character uh, of the new characters? Mm-mm. No, about Dio, Babu Frick, Janna, Zori Bliss. Zori Bliss. Zori Bliss, yeah. Anybody else? Mm-mm. You really liked Dio though when he came on screen and started talking. You thought that was pretty funny, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you drinking out of right now? Nothing. A lightsaber. A lightsaber? And which lightsaber did you pick? Uh, Ray. You picked Ray's lightsaber. And yes, they have souvenir lightsaber drinks that you can get the uh, freezes in. She got blue raspberry. She was very excited about that. Got the, got the souvenir popcorn bucket. Uh... What was your other favorite parts of the movie? Anything else that stood out? No. Ray, Kylo Ren, uh, Finn, Poe, Rose, anybody? Mm-mm. All right, but overall, what did you think of the movie? It was good. It was good and you really liked it? Was it your favorite or do you have a different favorite or do you just like them all? I like them all. Me too. Good answer. All right. All right, I'm sitting here with my nephew, Christian. We are in the car, just got done with The Rise of Skywalker. He is a big Star Wars fan, so I'm just going to talk to him a little bit now about his immediate thoughts after seeing it for the first time. What is the first thing that comes to your mind after seeing that movie? Well, I enjoyed it a lot, but I'm still confused with a little bit of the uh, background information on Emperor Palpatine, of course, and other aspects of the movie in general. Yes, there's a lot to process for sure. Um, that's after the first time I saw it, I was pretty much, I ha- didn't even know what just happened. Um, there's a lot going on, especially in the first first act with all the wayfinders and the o- OG and all this stuff going on. Uh, there was a lot. Palpatine, how they brought him back, basically with one line referring back to the prequels. How did you feel about that? Well, I actually like that part because they actually tied it into the prequels, which was, uh, I liked it because they connect, they connected three trilogies, uh, separating, I don't know how to say it. Bringing three, them all together. Bringing them all together. I liked that part, but I kind of wanted to see how he did it. Cause they never really explained how he would escape death or, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the other big reveal, Ray Palpatine, when Kylo Ren said that to Ray that that uh Palpatine was his was her grandfather how did that make you feel um I wasn't really surprised I kind of saw it coming because I don't know she was after she took that down the spacecraft down with the lightning 
I knew that she had to have some Sith, and I didn't think she was related to Kylo because they kind of had chemistry, and that kind of be weird. So Sidious was really the only other option at the point. Absolutely. Uh, the other thing that we kind of talked about just before we started recording was Ben Demption and Ben Solo coming back to the light, and that you kind of had that spoiled a little bit for you. Yeah. Uh, even before you had it spoiled, did you think that that was a possibility? Um. Yeah, because... I heard rumors about it everywhere, just even before the film came out, and it made sense because before the movie came out, we heard Emperor Palpatine laughing, and we knew that a multiple forces had to come together to defeat him because he's no regular Sith. So, when you heard Han Solo's voice, did you immediately know that was Han, and what did you... What it what went through your head when you saw Han Solo on the screen again? Well, yeah, I immediately knew it was him from his voice. Uh, I didn't know how he was like seeing Han Solo I didn't know if he was one with the force which I didn't know if that was possible for a non-force user um or if he was just from his memories and yeah I honestly didn't know that part of the movie is three for three on making me cry how emotional did it get you I don't not really emotional and I don't know why but is it the shock maybe no I just we never really got a good connection between the two in the movies they kind of it was kind of there and then dead and then he was back I mean he was there but he wasn't in a sense yeah I did I was sitting right next to you I did notice a part where you and my niece Julia also had the same reaction and that was when Ray took down the transport with her force lightning and we all thought Chewie was dead what went through your head there oh well I was gonna get really upset because he's one of the only uh living organisms that we've seen throughout all three of the trilogies because we've seen the droids throughout each three all three of the trilogies but not really any of the main organisms to survive through them or per- people i don't know we all kind of had the same reaction when he came back on screen and and even that third time just kind of let out a sigh of relief yeah. any new characters stand out to you um ren's guards or ren's knights they were pretty cool I kind of wanted to see more of them, but they were they were pretty cool, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't see a ton of the Knights around. I was wondering how they were going to work that in to the movie. Last thing, how the movie ends, Rey Skywalker. Uh, what are your thoughts on Rey Skywalker? I mean, I don't mind it because it's her choice to take on that name because she feels she's earned it, and through the workings of the Skywalkers, she's became one, even though her birthright was a Palpatine. Well, thanks, Christian.